This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. The retro jerseys. It was the end of an era for the retro jerseys that you either loved or loved to hate. I think by the end of the season, everybody just decided to love it. I was on board with the whole it's so bad, it's good vibes in the beginning of the season. And now here I am like, well, I've loved it all along. Still didn't get one, need to get one. And last night was the last time that the boys would wear the retro jerseys. Anthony Sorelli told me after the game he was a big fan of them and he's hoping they might come back next year. So that's another poll we'll throw up over on the Pucks and Bolts Twitter to find out, did it grow on you by the end of the season? Do you own one of these retro jerseys and would you actually want it to come back? So many great things um, about the jersey, just minus some of the moments where you're like, is that a lightning bolt or is that something else? Those videos are still the best of the guys depicting whether or not they actually like the jersey. I think at this point, they love it enough. So a lot of content over at Pucks and Bolts on Twitter. You'll see the guys warming up. You'll see the retro jerseys for the last time. We put some fun music behind it for closing time because, well, that's the end of the era, as I mentioned, which takes us over to some cherry pickers from last night's head-to-head battle versus the Boston Bruins. And I think this is the first time I've gotten through an episode and not alluded to who my cherry picker would be because I always give it away at some point. Um, But not this time. The guy, the man, the myth, the legend that I am handing out an award to for this cherry picker has got to be Ross Colton. I was excited to see Victor Hedman get on the board last night. Finally, he it was due. It was long overdue. He had a hell of a game. Zach Bogosian, great game. I mean, so many guys just leveled up last night. It was Ross Colton that was all over the ice. He was relentless on the attack. He was relentless defending the puck. He was relentless against the boards. He was relentless in the neutral zone. He he had a different motor on him last night. Um, we hadn't seen this probably since not even last year's playoffs, but the playoffs before that, uh, right before the Stanley Cup final. That's the Ross Colton I saw on the ice last night. I mean, it was to the point where he was beating guys to the boards so quickly um, fighting for the puck to the point where I think somebody gave him a bloody nose, but he didn't even care, skated off, plugged it up, and got back on. He was playing a very smart hockey. So I made that bull in the china shop reference way earlier in the segment, as in sometimes these guys go out there and they're just kind of aggressively, overly trying to make things happen. Sometimes Ross Colton can get in that way. Uh, get in his own way in that aspect or always trying to kind of wait for the right shot. He had great shots on goal. If it was a different goaltender, Ross Colton would have walked away with two goals last night or maybe even a hat trick. That's how aggressive, that's how smart, that's how tactful of a game he had. So we didn't get a chance to talk with him in post game, but again, he stood out tremendously to me last night for honorable mentions. Nick Perbix, you saw a speed out of this kid that you haven't seen before this season it was a scary sight because it was when McAvoy fighting for puck possession, racing each other down to the Boston Bruins side of the ice. And McAvoy went sliding into the boards. He was down for a little bit. Pasternak made sure that he was able to get up and skate off to the Bruins bench. Thankfully, he's fine. We haven't heard an update yet today. But to see the wheels on Nick Pervix and the conversation that I had with Ed and Cena about how special this defensive player is and how he wasn't even brought in to be this spectacular special player, um, it's worth a a look back for one and also go listen to that conversation that I was able to have with Ed and Cena. So Herbix will be an honorable mention for me. As I said, Victor Hedman finally gets on the board. Zach Bogosian, one of the best games that I've seen him play in, which will lead us to this. 
the Tampa Bay Lightning get ready to have one more game at home. Can they increase the win streak to 12 consecutive games? They host the LA Kings, which means Kevin Fiala, Andre Kempe, Kopitar, and so many other great players in this league. The LA Kings are in the battle out west to sit atop of the Western Conference, and they're putting enough points to get there. Um, we had a chance to talk with Ed and Cena about it, so what you're going to want to do is catch that episode so that you know who he chose to win tomorrow's battle. It will also be Gasparilla in Tampa Bay, so it will be interesting to see how many Lightning fans make it to the game at 7 p.m. after waking up at 6 and marching through the streets of Tampa all day long. It is exhausting. If you guys are going out to the parade, please be safe. Do not be a hero. Know your limits because it's exhausting, yet very exciting. Also, we will put up some polls over at Pucks and Bolts. <laughs> What's Gasparilla? My producer says, Gasparilla is a pirate invasion that we do at in Tampa Bay. It's like the backstory of um, when the Spaniards came and set up shop here in Ebor, which is now Ebor City, and then pirates came and tried to take it away from the Spaniards and this whole battle that took place. So everybody dresses in their best pirate gear. Um, and then everybody, well, a lot of top companies or executives and stuff will make floats and have people on the floats all the top news stations do it. And you pass out beads. Um, there's some topless moments girls do to get beads, guys too. I mean, whatever, whatever your deal is. Um, but a lot of beads, a lot of beer, a lot of liquor, and it's all down this road called Bayshore, which is right on the water. The one part that has made Gasparilla so miserable the last maybe five years, aside from the COVID times, is that all of a sudden Florida wants to be cold. So Gasparilla used to be the perfect 75 what temperature day to dress like, you know, fishnets, pirate hats, one eye patches and all the things. Now it's 55 degrees and it might rain. So I will not be Gasparilla this year. I... That's why I send my best wishes to everybody else that will be doing it. I will actually be out of town. But yes, guys, please be safe. Don't be a hero. If it's your first time doing the Gatsby life, you don't have to go full send. Just know that because the recovery from the Gasparilla hangover is not one day or two days. It's like a week, a week and a half if you're lucky. And your girl does not have a week and a half to be wrapped up in a blanket nursing my hangover with Pedialyte. I will say that. Um, but neither can the Tampa Bay Lightning because they have to be primed and ready to play versus the LA Kings 7 p.m. tomorrow night. As I mentioned, the LA Kings are a hell of a team to go against right now. But I think that if the Tampa Bay Lightning do anything close to what they did versus the Bruins, they should pull off a W. We'll have a nice little breakdown for you of how the Boston will not the Boston Bruins, Tampa Bay Lightning, and the LA Kings showdown take place. Catch that episode with Ed and Cena to figure out what his thoughts were on the LA Kings and how the Tampa Bay Lightning will close out their homestead before going on break because next week is NHL All-Star Week and my amazing producer Spencer and myself have some exciting guests lined up for you guys so you're not going to want to miss the upcoming Pucks and Bolts episode. We've got uh, Greg Wolf from the Tampa Bay Lightning in Arena host. He's also had the honor and pleasure of being the arena host for the NHL Winter Classic on New Year's Day or the day after New Year's Day. Um, he's also doing the stadium series, and he will be the arena host for the NHL All-Star Game coming up next weekend, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th. So we're very excited to chat with him here on Pucks and Bulls, just get his insight from not only a host perspective, but 
also as somebody who sits on the panel for the Tampa Bay Lightning's block party with Braden Coburn, your former Lightning defenseman. So we've got him to kick off the week. We've got some super fans that you've probably seen in the arena. Stash is the only thing I will leak from that and so many others. So download that Odyssey app, search Pucks and Bolts, hit that auto download button, stay up to date on all of the excitement taking place here at Odyssey with us at Pucks and Bolts because the Tampa Bay Lightning are just getting started and the most exciting part of the hockey season is just getting ready to kick off as soon as we wrap up our full coverage of NHL All-Star Weekend. I'm Casey Hudson, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Pucks and Bolts.